Okay, let's talk about candles for a minute. Do you know that almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years? It's insane. That's why I think it's really cool that Notes candles exist. They're working to eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel over and over again. It is super easy. The candles are made with fragranced wax beads, so all you do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar and fill it up with the wax beads and enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours. The Santal and Atlas Cedar scent is like this woodsy calming smell. It's so nice. And they have oat milk and balsam berry, vanilla and pepperwood, pistachio and rose water, and a total of 13 really great options to choose from. Be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Right now, notes is giving our friends 15% off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using the code that sounds fun. Just use that code that sounds fun when you're placing your order. That's that sounds fun at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm really happy to be here with you today on this Friday. Y'all know we love a Friday show. We've got a special bonus one in store for you today. And you know who it is, and you're as thrilled as I am. Hey, before we get to that, we want to point out just one little thing. It's still the very beginning of March, only three days in, which means you are not too late to jump into Let's Read the Gospels for March. This month, we're reading in chronological order, so we encounter the gospel stories in the order that they happen, which means each day we're jumping back and forth to at least three, if not all four of the gospels. So be sure you're subscribed to Let's Read the Gospels. Invite your friends to join and visit AnnieFDowns.com slash gospel for all the details and to get your March reading plan or the year-long Let's Read the Gospels guidebook and jump in with us. Today on the show, I get to talk with my new friend, Jonathan Rumi. So he's probably best known by our group of friends for his award-winning role as Jesus in The Chosen. Jonathan Rumi is an actor, a director, producer, a voiceover artist for projects like Chicago Med, The Mindy Project. Have y'all seen him on The Mindy Project? We talk about it. The Good Wife, Law and Order, and the NCIS franchise. Jonathan was born and raised in New York City, graduated from the School of Visual Arts with a degree in filmmaking, and then moved out to Los Angeles to pursue acting full-time. Here's a fun fact. Jonathan serves as the strategic advisor for the Hallow app, one of the apps I told y'all about that I'm using in my Lent rhythms this year. It's a really awesome prayer meditation app. I've really enjoyed it so far. He's out there on the big screen as we speak in the new movie Jesus Revolution, playing the real-life hippie street preacher Lonnie Frisbee. Y'all, I got to see this movie. It's so interesting. And the way Jonathan portrayed Lonnie was absolutely brilliant. So don't worry, we're going to talk all about that and The Chosen and, well, pretty much everything. He is so gracious, and I think you're absolutely going to love him. I know you love him in the roles he plays. Today we get the opportunity to realize the man behind the roles he plays, and I'm even more impressed, truly. I, I You'll feel this by the end of the conversation, but his honesty, his kindness, and I'm just really grateful. So this is a good Friday conversation with Jonathan Rumi. Jonathan Rumi, welcome to That Sounds Fun. Hello, Annie. How are you? Thanks oh, for having me. Oh, gracious. What a treat. Thank you so much for making time to do this. My pleasure. I, I need to tell you where we have to start. You were on the Uh-oh. Mindy Project? <laughs> 
Yeah, that was a trip. That was awesome. I mean, I love that. Tell Garrett me what Dillon. Mindy Kaling is like in real life. She's funny as all heck. That's she's what I need um, you to say. She's such a hoot. She's such a hoot. She's really sweet. When I was reading your bio yesterday, I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, the chosen part and Jesus Revolution. I was like, Mindy Project? How did I miss this? Okay, so I would love to talk to you about the chosen for just a minute, and then we'll jump into Jesus Revolution stuff. I know this sure. is your whole public life right now. Mm. So talk to me a little bit. That's one of my first questions is how are you balancing a public life all about faith and then having a private faith? Um, that That's a very good question. And it's a very tricky, you mentioned tightrope. It, sometimes it feels like a tightrope. Yeah. Because the place that you go for kind of, you know, to disconnect, to disengage for kind of safety and security is the first place I get recognized really typically. But I've right. been very fortunate that most, most people just kind of leave me be, you know, but when they don't, it's usually like somebody that's from out of town or something like that. And they're like, yeah. what is he doing here? You know, <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's part of it. You know, I just, I, anything that can be perceived as anxiety inducing, uh, which for me, I, I could, uh, more or less an introvert is, uh, is something that I just have to offer up. You know, I just got to offer it up and, and, and in union with, with Christ's own cross and be like, Everybody's got a cross to bear. If this is my cross, I, I got off pretty easy. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, so I just got to just offer it up and be like, Lord, just help me get through it. I mean, mentally, it starts to get taxing after a while. And you start to like wonder every encounter is just like, what's going to happen? Like, yeah. how is this going to play out? And um, yeah, so it's it's been interesting and beautiful. And most yeah. of the times, I mean, I'm I'm very fortunate in like, because of the character that I play and when people have these encounters, these one-on-one -on -one encounters where they, where they see me in a restaurant or a, uh, or a club or something like that, I was just at a play the other night and there was a club adjacent in, in, in Los Angeles here. And I don't really get recognized in Los Angeles, which I'm okay with. I, I don't mind if yeah. I don't get recognized anywhere. I don't need to be recognized. Yeah. Um, but when somebody recognizes me in Los Angeles, it's unusual because it's just yeah. it's not that kind of a culture. And uh, this girl was like, are you the guy? Do you play Jesus on the chosen? I said, yeah. She's like, and she's like, like she couldn't believe it. And then she's like, you don't understand. And I'm like, wow, this is in Los Angeles now. Like, but it's, yeah. it must be getting around, you know? And I, I think yeah. part of, I'm kind of ignorant to a lot of the, the publicity of, of where, where this is reaching and how far it's reaching or what, what the impact truly is. I mean, I, I, I hear firsthand from, from people that I meet, but you just don't, you don't think of it in that way when it's you just like yeah. i get to work i get to play this character i mean the alternative is like i heard a story from this guy once that he had a client he was like a, a hairstylist and he had a client who was an actor on a show it was like a netflix show or something where he he played like a bad dude like i don't mm. know if it's like a rapist or something like oh no he played a murderer sorry he played like a ah. murderer that killed like he's a he played a teenager he killed a teenager in the show and he said he got death threats for playing the character. And he said, wow. this guy was a hairstyles. He was like, yeah, he's telling me like, it's just been awful for him. Like he just collapsed in the chair. Like he just broke down because he just didn't understand why people were treating him. Like he had actually committed a crime right. when he was just, he was an actor. Right. Like, Man, like that, I just goes to show you like people come up to me and, 
tell me all these things about how their spirituality's changed and like how they've been brought back to church. One guy approached me in a parking lot and said, your show saved our marriage. You saved our marriage. Oh. Right, glory to God. But uh, it's, you know, so it could be a lot worse. But yeah. at the same time, I think we're, as humans, we're only built for a certain amount of interactions. And when you start crossing the threshold of those interactions, it has an effect on you. But yeah. that's why I have God. So he helps. Yes. There's a therapist here in Nashville that meets with a lot of artists and public people. <clears throat> and he says the human heart was not built for fame. Not at all. Right. I just, I, uh, I shot this documentary over the last year and a half exploring the impact of Jesus on the culture through conversations uh, with pastors, theologians, musicians, artists. And there was a therapist and, and she, she talks about that very thing. And like, you have a, like a body budget. So like your nervous system uh, is only prepped to experience a certain level of anxiety. And then when you're in a position of like celebrity, all of a sudden you exceed that budget in that every encounter creates this unknown situation where like your body doesn't know what to do. So all of a sudden like yeah. cortisol starts getting produced yeah. and like it, it doesn't quite know what to make of it. And then like, if nothing happens, it's like, okay, but there is this stress response that's triggered automatically. And then if you multiply that times, like, let's say you're, you're doing an appearance somewhere and then you have hundreds of thousands of people, or you're just going out in public in a place yeah. where like, they know the show. Yeah. It's like, now I'm thinking about this. Like, how does this yes. affect, me? you know what I mean? Yes. So, it's, you just uh, never know how big the check is that you're writing just going to the grocery store right. or going to the <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Nobody gives it you is. a manual on celebrity. They just, you're just like, good luck. And Jonathan, to be honest, your celebrity is a super weird version of celebrity because people have yeah. Jesus size expectations on you. There's a little bit of projecting that happens, I think. Yeah, I would think so. <laughs> I would yeah. imagine so. Yeah, that yeah. they expect the meeting with you is a, in a tiny, tiny way. My comparison is because I do spiritual, write spiritual books. When people see me, this is a God moment. Like, even if I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah even yeah. if my moment has, even if I've just like been dumped and I'm sobbing and mm -hmm. I'm walking at the park, this is, God has aligned this for them. Yeah. But I'm trying to be okay. Yeah. And so you have that times uh, fully God, fully man. <laughs> it's like being a priest or a pastor. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like people are like, help, help, heal me. And I'm yes. like, I, I, he can, I can't, but I can help. But I'm like, yes. I need it myself right now. It's like when you need yes. to recharge. Like No wonder Jesus went to the mountain by himself all those times. Like, he, right. How could he handle it otherwise as the human part of him? Yes. He needed that, that recharge. So, yeah. Maybe the answer is just pray more. That's it. <laughs> right. Maybe. Maybe that's what it is. Is going. To, I love that part in episode eight of season three when Matthew tries to go off by himself and his feet get all muddy. That guy's adorable, Jonathan. <laughs> He's amazing. Paris is it's incredible. It's so sweet. It's so sweet. <laughs> and thank you for sharing all that about that experience, by the way. That is like... Sure. It's the part we don't know. It's the part we don't know being on the other side of your work. And so it gives Thanks humanity and sympathy to the gift you're offering us by playing this person who matters so much to us. Thank you. Yeah. I don't so, get asked about that often. So it's yeah. interesting to talk about. I'm like, am I sharing too much? Like, do people want to hear this? Like, he's like, no, just be Jesus and shut up. Come on. 
<laughs> no, listen, anytime you're with me, I don't want you to just be Jesus. I want you to be Jonathan. Anytime Thank you're you. on That Sounds Fun, we just want Jonathan. Jesus shows up himself. You just show Amen. up as you. <laughs> he doesn't, he, uh, Jesus doesn't need me to show up as Jesus. Yeah, He's like, no, 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 right. I, I did this already. You just be you. <laughs> don't right. worry about You'll being be Jonathan. Me. That's exactly uh, right. He couldn't even. <laughs> That's right. I mean, except you did walk on water. Can you please tell me a little bit about that scene? Uh, you know. <laughs> Don't ruin movie well, magic, but was that awesome? It was, uh, I mean, it's like a kid. I mean, you're a kid again. Right. You're right. a kid playing like, yeah. I mean, I don't know if other kids played Jesus when they were growing up. I did. You know, when I was. You played Jesus growing up? One of the moments where Jonathan. this became apparent to me that this was what I was meant to do, this is what God had planned for me, was I was doing a passion play. Um, uh -huh. What that is recreating the last 24 hours in Jesus' life right before he goes to the cross and to the point of his crucifixion. And I had co-written and directed this version of the passion that I was performing as Jesus like five years ago and I, or six years ago. And as I was prepping for it, years before The Chosen, yeah. all of a sudden I had this... I was getting ready to rehearse carrying the cross and all of a sudden I was hit with this memory of me as an 11 year old after I had watched Jesus of Nazareth, which I'd love every year. I would watch Jesus of Nazareth, the miniseries that was from 1977. It's on NBC. And I was so engrossed and enthralled by, by that picture, by that series. Like I went out into my backyard one year, I found a couple of two by eights. I hammered them together into a life-size crucifix. You are I, lying to me. I painted the hand of God. I painted the, I, I, I hammered the nails where the hands go and where the feet go. And I painted blood from the nails. And then I went to a bush and I took something that looked like could be made into a crown of thorns. And I, I think I popped it on my head and I just kind of <laughs> processed around in my backyard, reenacting the crucifixion <laughs> to the point where like I got to my garage, the end of the Calvary. And then... <laughs> Prop the, the cross uh, against the side of the garage with a cinder block and then step up into this on the oh. cinder block, slip my hands. Jonathan Ruby, that is unbelievable. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Our childhoods were different. I did not ever crucify myself as a kid. So the I'm Lord like, nobody did not called call the cops this. on me? My parents? Right. Like, what was going on? It's like, I'm sorry, your son's carrying around a first century Roman torture yes. device. Is everything yes. okay? You guys, Is everything cool in your house? What's going on here exactly? Is there a church yeah. in the basement that we don't yeah. know about? Like, That's right. What does I this mean, mean? I mean, I rode my bike around interviewing myself. So I guess we both ended up doing the same thing. You know what I'm the talking Lord about. Knew. The Lord That's knew. It. The Lord knew it. All right, we all know the way our hair or skin look can sway our mood and impact our day. If one of them feels off, it just feels like the day is starting off on the wrong foot. I've never found beauty products that really fit my personal hair goals, but ever since I switched to a custom hair and skin routine with pros, I've noticed so many benefits. Healthier, shinier hair and healthier skin, too. With pros, personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. For example, my custom shampoo and conditioner, which I love, they formulate to make my hair more manageable, shiny, hydrated. It's amazing, y'all. They truly deliver. Pros is better for the planet, too. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. They even have a review and refine tool, which learns from my feedback, adjusts my formula to keep up with the seasons and changes in my life, the city that I'm living in. It is 
Amazing, you guys. Pros is so confident that they'll bring out your best hair and skin that they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order. You guys, 5-0. 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash that sounds fun. So you get your free consultation and then you get 50% off at pros.com slash that sounds fun. This is the season to try pros if you have not tried them before. Pros.com slash that sounds fun. That's P R O S E dot com slash that sounds fun. Okay, one of the things I've loved about your public life playing mm. Jesus as the chosen is I feel like you're doing this beautiful thing, you and Dallas together, of bringing some unity between Catholics and Protestants. And I love, like, Father Mike is one of my favorite dudes. Do oh, you listen to his? He's oh. amazing. He's amazing. I, I've been reading St. Teresa. Like, I am, like, very vibing on Catholic life right now as a Protestant. We have Talk a rich history. We have a, it's, 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 it's all of our history, and people tend to forget that. That's, I'm just like, but wait, but wait, you guys, just, just scroll back, like, 1,500 years. Like, yes. we were all one. Yes. It, it doesn't stop being our history together. It doesn't yeah. stop. It's still there. And we still had all these phenomenal examples of witnesses to the faith and martyrs. Yeah. yeah. So why do you think you can uniquely play Jesus so well with your Catholic background? What do you think you're bringing that maybe someone else who doesn't have a faith or has a different faith is bringing? What's the Catholic part? How's that serving you? I think I can only speak to that in my prep. For me, before I start every season, part of my preparation is is in the church we have seven sacraments Mm -hmm. and one of them is the eucharist communion um another is confession repentance and so going to confession receiving the eucharist that becomes my my spiritual battery recharge it's like all right i'm I'm topping up now and now i can basically take that into the work and then stay on track with that throughout the filming process yeah. And that just resets everything. It's meant to, to, to heal the wounds of sin, of falling and flailing and, and floundering in my personal life and just coming up short as we do as humans, as we want to do. And, and so that is the physicalized way that I recharge. Wow. Because for us, it's, it's you know, the, the Eucharist specifically is the body, blood, soul, and divinity actually present there so when we're receiving it it's like medicine wow i can only point to that yeah Uh, and just uh, the other thing would just be you know in the last five years i i had a much deeper conversion to my faith than than i I had already and and that was born out of surrender and uh you know i was in a a very desperate place and i was broke and i was out Mm -hmm. of food and i didn't know how i was going to get my next meal and i it was an act of surrender on my knees, you know, to God in front of a crucifix saying, just, I've done everything I thought I was supposed to do. And now, but I'm here and I, I haven't heard your voice when I've asked for guidance if I should be doing something else. So it's now it's yours. You have to help me because I can't help myself. Oh it's not mine anymore. And, and maybe that was where I went wrong is that I thought it was mine, but it was never, it was yours. And so I'm going to, you know, said your yoke is easy, your burden is light. Yeah. Take mine. And I surrender. I, I surrender. I don't know what will happen after today, but it's not my problem anymore. And yeah. I literally let it go. Yeah. 
And I was like, okay, cool. I, you know, I, I didn't know what tomorrow I was going to bring. And then that afternoon, uh, my life changed. I got, I had this financial miracle. I, I, I walked out of my apartment that morning. Is this in New York or LA? This is in LA. Okay. I, I walked out of my apartment, 80 bucks in the red, 20 bucks in my pocket, thousands of dollars in debt. I hadn't worked in, in weeks. I had no money coming in on the horizon that I could see. And when I came back that afternoon, after dumping everything out to God and, and surrendering, there were four checks in my mailbox. <gasps> You're lying. Four. He put four checks in your mailbox. Four. And I, I captured Did you it. just sob? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's actually oh. going to, I actually, I, I've recorded it as I'm opening the checks yes. to, to prove that this was actually happening. And, uh, and that's going to be in the documentary I have coming out this spring. Oh, um, I'm so glad. Story. Yeah, because it's, it's, uh, it, it changed my life. Three months later, Dallas like, I think I'm going to do a series. You want to, and I'd done some short films. He's like, yeah. you want to do four episodes of a series? I'm like, and nothing's been the same since. But also my, the way I live my life changed in that moment as well. I don't know. I didn't, my, my relationships, my personal relationships weren't the same. My social life was completely different. So I, I think the combination of all of those things combined helped set me up to play this character in a way that was honoring to, to Jesus, hopefully. Um, always falling short, but at least trying to honor him. I mean, that I cannot wait to see that. That is an unbelievable, the way the Lord does that, like money is such not a thing to him. Yeah. He's like, oh, you need, you need money? Oh, yeah. I got the cattle on a thousand hills. I can get you money. Yeah. Like, it just feels like when we open our hands to him about those things, he is so generous to go like, oh, I'll, I'll sort it for you in a way that reminds you you're dependent on me, That's not right. on anything else. That's right. But that he had to, he had to, story. thank you. No, he had, he had to back me in, into the corner for me to learn that yeah. lesson because That's I wasn't going to learn it otherwise. That's it. That's I was it. still thinking that I was in control. Yeah. I was like, wait, I thought it's like the Lord helps those who help themselves. And then I come to find like, that's not actually in the Bible. I don't think. I don't think <laughs> right. Actually, that's not in the gospel. Right. The Lord helps those who surrender themselves to him to pick, to those who pick up their daily cross, those who you yes. know, depend on him. Got to give yes. it to him. Yes. And so once I did that, I mean, here I am sitting talking to you and on a, a week away from the premiere of uh, my first lead in a, studio movie that with the title jesus in it i mean jesus like, revolution i know and and you, you playing lonnie is so good jonathan uh, it's so good i would have to imagine are people thinking you're playing jesus again some people initially are they're <laughs> like yeah more jesus in the movie i'm like um <laughs> yeah, nah, just, nah. Nah. human human <laughs> yeah yeah no no this lonnie was was a, a very flawed human being who loved jesus but he was also imbued with the same miraculous gifts that the apostles were. And so um, that was what was so fascinating to me was that I actually could had the opportunity to talk to people that walked with him and ministered yeah. with him. They literally said it was like walking with, with an apostle. Like you, you wow. just couldn't believe the things that you witnessed that, that yeah. God did through this man, this young man, yeah. uh, you know? Yeah. So uh, he was, he was quite a force and he, he suffered heavily during his life from the time he was a, a toddler he was getting beat up by his 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 drunken father you know and like punched in the face as a three-year-old and sexually yeah. abused for several years by a, a teenage babysitter and so he i mean in his his autobiography is fascinating 
Yeah. And, and that was part of my prep and research and, and just learning what he went through. Just like, man, this poor guy. Uh, but look how God used him to bring thousands yes. of people to, to him at a, at a time where, you know, people were just as crazy then as they are now. Like with the LSD was everywhere and, and you know, it's a search for meaning. And, and he actually had a vision. He had a vision. He was high on LSD in a place called Taquitz Canyon in Palm Springs when all of a sudden the air, everything just started to vibrate and kind of settle in around him. And he's like, what's going on? Mm. And then he said, Christ came to him in a vision and he showed them the Pacific ocean and where it was supposed to be filled with water. It was now filled with people with these hippies, just kind of like desperate and searching. Wow. And, and he, Jesus, he said, Jesus told him that he was going to bring those people to him. And he literally came off the mountain down from the mountain, preaching the gospel to anybody who would listen or anybody who wouldn't listen. He would preach anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's like a a Moses, like 1970s Moses. It's like, it doesn't just happen in the Old Testament. It happened like 50 years ago. Like this guy, it's crazy. It's a crazy, beautiful story. And uh, I just, I feel so honored to be part of telling it. Is it fun getting to be like real life friends with Greg Laurie too? Greg Laurie is amazing. He's the best. He's so wise and just uh supportive and encouraging and funny and and uh i i love him he's a beautiful beautiful human being it's a great story of the fruit of one person's life because Mm. as you said lonnie clearly was not perfect he was not jesus he was a human but there's this fruit from this season where he was really committed and really invested in his community and the fruit is like massive untold yeah, churches untold. were planted. That's the word. Churches with churches with I mean, just so many people just uh came to Jesus in that time because of his influence and his partnering with Chuck Smith. Like that was the thing, like him and Chuck, that's what that's what catalyzed this whole thing. Like they they likened it to nitro meets glycerin. And yeah. and so Lonnie uh, drew them in with his charisma and his spirit and his, you know, the magnitude of his spirit. And then Chuck kind of kept them there and taught them scripture and taught them Bible and he, you know, taught them about you know uh, Jesus, what he what Jesus did and what he said, and and, and mm. how to take that to the next step in their faith journey. And so yeah. together they were they were unstoppable. Well, I'll, this is a compliment. You did a beautiful job of not being Jesus in Jesus. Oh, Revelation. Thank I was you. like, look, he is not acting as the same. He is a different person. He does other so, things. Yeah. He does. <laughs> look at that. Jonathan can be other things besides our Lord and Savior. That's Congratulations. Right. Congratulations. Right. Okay. So what comes next? Back to Jesus, huh? Season four. Yeah. It's around the corner. We start rolling sometime in the spring for season four. And um, do you get to rest at all? A little bit. A little bit. I, uh, I'm hoping to get a good week or something somewhere quiet, maybe a in a mountain week. or on a beach or at least, I don't know. It's been, yeah. you know, it's like uh, the fields are ripe for harvest. And, uh, I, you know, here I am with a, a scythe. I might as well just start Keep going. getting at it, you know. Um, yeah, between, yeah. So I also do like, I, I do some of the things I do outside of this, this, this um genre i guess you would say uh, <laughs> yeah. i do a lot of uh, voices for video games and oh, so cool. i've been working on a game now that's for like the last year and a half and they've been trying to schedule me out for like a while and i've just been you know with the movie and with the series and so i'm gonna you know in the off season i'm trying to like 
go back and do more of that stuff because that those projects are also really interesting too and and for me part of part of my whole um, uh, approach to to what i do is is kind of as a ministry and if if people find my work because they're into gaming or they're into voiceover or or they're you know they're praying you know meditations that i narrate on the hallow app or whatever it is yeah uh, and then they're like well what else does he do like they start looking me up and they're like what's the chosen and they they don't have a relationship with god or anything yeah, like that. let's go all of a sudden now but now they're being introduced to to something that god clearly has his hand on between that between jesus revolution i mean god's hand was all over jesus revolution there yeah. baptism scenes in the film people oh. were actually getting baptized off <laughs> off set you know like wow. I, there was a woman that came up to me in the middle of a take where she's like wading through the water we got two cameras on on either side and she's like i have to tell you something i said okay and i'm like we're rolling I'm like yeah what, yeah what is it you know and she's like i want to do this for real i said you, oh. you want to you want to get baptized for real? She's like, yeah can i do that i said sure let's go yeah. and so i asked her her name and i said do you, do you accept jesus christ as your lord and savior she's like a hundred percent absolutely i said do you repent from your sins every single one of them oh. and i said well then i baptize you jenny which we call her jenny baptized in the name of the father son and the holy spirit and i dunked her and she came out and she was crying and and in the film during this like montage of baptisms you catch her just at the very end i'm like there she is oh that's so that's good yeah. yeah you're like there's some real fruit in this movie like you can actually see the holy spirit yeah, yeah. oh i love it well i hope you get some rest well deserved Thank my friend well me. deserved <laughs> okay let me tell you the last question we always ask Okay. Because the show is called That Sounds Fun, Jonathan Ruby. Tell me what sounds fun to you. Beach, water, beach. no one else. <laughs> <laughs> All alone on the entire beach. <laughs> That's it. Just quiet. Very bougie. I respect it. <laughs> Just quiet on a beach. Yeah. I tried. Are you reading? Once. Are you listening to music? Are you surfing? What are you doing? Um, well, I, I tried getting a, a, a week away a few uh, in January, and it wasn't the, the quiet serenity that I was hoping for. Uh, but I did get my first surf lesson, and uh, oh. proud to say it went very well. I, I okay. caught a couple of waves, and I stood on the board. I used to skate, so yeah. it, uh, it was easier than I thought it was going to be. So That feels like a good thing you can do by yourself, because you can't really like co-surf on the same no, board. So No, not quite. Go out there, get your time. Okay, <laughs> is there anything we didn't talk about that you want to make sure we say? Go see Jesus Revolution February 24th, theaters sure. nationwide. That's right. Well, thank you for doing this. Your acting matters a lot to me and so many people that are around us, but you being a person matters too. So you're, we celebrate you as a person as well. And thank listen, anytime there's anything you want to chat about or talk about, you're welcome back here. So I so appreciate it. Thank you. Just you so let much. me know. God My bless. pleasure. Oh, y'all, isn't he just the best? Don't you just like honor him for all he's done and and all he does. And so I hope you will go see Jesus Revolution. It's in theaters now. Make sure you're caught up on The Chosen. The first three seasons are out. It's so good. And why don't you follow Jonathan Rumi on socials? Tell him thank you for being on the show. Just go and like, let's just encourage him. Let's let our words be rest for him. Just speak kindness over him today. So, okay. We heard what sounds fun to Jonathan. Now we get to hear what sounds fun to one of our friends who's listening just like you. All right, Casey, because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what sounds fun to you. 
Hi, I'm Casey from White House, Tennessee. What sounds fun to me is going to the zoo with my family and friends. Yes. Okay, tell me why. I'm the actually zoo. wearing my zoo shirt. You are now. wearing your zoo shirt. Why do you love the zoo? What is it? Um, I don't know. I used to be a teacher, and so I just love learning about all the animals yeah. and seeing the animals there. Um, so we actually have a zoo membership to the Nashville Zoo, and yes. we definitely use it all the time. <laughs> do you? Okay. What's your favorite part? I have a favorite part. I'm interested to know what your favorite part of the Nashville Zoo is. So there's actually a secret exhibit. If what? you go to the bear exhibit, yes. and then you go to the bathrooms, the women's restrooms right beside the bear exhibit, there is a secret like little exhibit in there. I'm not going to tell you what animals there is because you have to go find it. But Casey, I'm totally going to go find that. it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. how, did you, how did you even know there was a secret exhibit at our zoo? Well, I we were walking around and I had to go to the bathroom about the time we got to the bears and I walked in and I saw it and I was like, oh my gosh. So I came out and told my family, I was like, guys, there's a such and such in the yes. bathroom. And they were like, what? Oh, they my thought gosh. I was joking. Like they thought I was totally lying. But yes, you will have to go check it out. I'm going to. I was going to say the rhinos are my favorite, but that's not near as cool <laughs> as a, a secret animal. Okay, I'm going to go And I look. will say they're really cute. <gasps> Casey, what a mystery. I'm so excited. <laughs> yes, we'll have to go together. I know, we need to. We'll be like, this is when we're meeting up at the bear yes. bathroom. There we go, at the <laughs> bear's bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Okay, if you need anything else from me, you know, I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie Updowns on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home. Do something that sounds fun to you, and I will do the same. Today, what sounds fun to me is getting to speak tonight to a group of ladies in Hawaii, you guys. I'm in Hawaii. Check my Instagram. I'm sure I'm showing you all of it. Y'all have a great weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday with my girl, Lauren Daigle. She is one of our faves. We're so happy to have her back. We'll see y'all Monday. <laughs>